Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen. But you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sex Talk. It's so good to see you, Tracy. You're a highlight of my week. Oh, and and you are as mine. And you're especially the highlight of my week this week because... I am reading the book that you recommended, which um, you talked about. Anyone who listened to last week's episode where you talked about Imago, Count Imago? Imago? Uh, Imago, like Imago. Oh, Uh I knew I'd get it wrong. Imago. I am reading the book that that came from, and it was published in 1988, right? It's just been revised, revised in 2019. It's called Getting the Love You Want, and it's by Hendricks and Hunt, which are a married couple. And can I just say, you can imagine how many books like this, self-help psychology, I've read in my lifetime. Probably thousands, I would say. Listen to podcasts all the time. This book is absolutely extraordinary. It's It yeah. just encapsulates all the best theories in a really easy to read way. Fascinating reading, fascinating. You just want to stop and go to your partner. Why that? Why Why am I, you know, what, how, what am I answering in you? And what are you doing this? And, you know, we spent the whole weekend talking about it. It's absolutely fantastic. I couldn't recommend it more for everybody. Yeah, I, I think I always look back on my marriage and I was really young when I met my husband. I was 19, but for our engagement, like our engagement present from my mom, she gave us a three-day workshop with Harville Hendricks in oh, wow. Florida. We went and did a couples retreat. And during that couples retreat, I mean, most people were trying to save their marriage, but we were trying to figure out why did we pick each other? And my mom is crazy mm. in a lot of areas, but she was like, you need to understand how to communicate. And for what what it what that book taught me most was how to talk to each other with respect and kindness and really listen. And I'm a terrible listener, but the process mm, of doing it <laughs> really, really helped yeah. us. And we used to say, are you done? Is that all? Is there anything else you'd like mm. to share? Can I repeat it back to you to make sure I understood? And at 21, to have that type of dialogue in a marriage. That's that's the best present you've ever got because seriously, it is very, I'd love to go on a workshop with him. He's probably Mm -hmm. about 108 I think he's dead now. I think he's dead. Maybe not. Sorry, if you're not dead, (laughs) or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, highly recommend, highly, highly recommend. Right, back to sex. Yeah, I'm Back to the important stuff in between. I should, you know what I should have taken is a class about sex because I'm just now starting to enjoy it. And that was 25 years ago. I missed there that. There wasn't one back then. There wasn't a workshop. That's what I needed. That's what we need. We don't need a Catholic mm. 
priest telling us about marriage. We need to go to a sex shop and there learn are, about that. There are good workshops out yeah. there. We there need are. that, and we need to know how to communicate. Those two things would be great to give people instead of Tupperware. Okay, here we go. First question from a listener. Please don't give me a hard time because it sounds boring, but missionary is my favorite position. It just works really well for us. Can you suggest some ways to mix it up a little to try to keep things interesting? Good question. Good question. I'm not going to give her a hard time because it's of all the positions that couples use, and they, they only tend to use two or three missionaries, always one of them. The reason why it's zero effort, nice eye contact, you don't have to think about anything. You can lie back and think of England or America, or you can, you know, be as active as you want. So there is a reason why that it's so popular. The biggest problem of missionary, of course, is that there's no clitoral stimulation, and it's quite awkward to add clitoral stimulation. The other thing about missionary, which needs to be said, and I'm sure it doesn't relate to the woman who wrote in, but there was research done on body image, and they asked women who had low body confidence what was their favourite intercourse position. Everybody said missionary. They asked them what was their least favourite intercourse position, woman on top, where they felt exposed, right? What's the position where you have more orgasms? If you are going to have an orgasm through penetration, woman on top. So please don't fall into the trap of picking missionary for the wrong reasons, which would be to hide your body. So other than that, there are ways to mix it up, absolutely, and ways to up your chances of an orgasm. Number one is make sure that you're active. So even if you're trapped underneath, grab his bottom, thrust back, like grind your pelvis against his. Try some different thrusting styles. Don't just do the same old in, out, in, out. Have a really torturously slow one. Then have a four slow thrusts, six fast thrusts, that's hard to say, type of thing. Tip your pelvis up and down and add that much needed clitoral stimulation, but don't do it the way that everybody does. So what people do, Kelsey, is they just use, they, they grab a, the smallest vibrator they can find, which is usually a bullet vibe, which is the size of a tampon. You can imagine it's just so easily slips out of out of your hands because your fingers are all slippery and or probably too much information, but they are. It just doesn't work. So you're better off with a bigger vibrator, maybe a smallish wand vibrator or a torpedo. Better still, have you ever used a wearable vibrator? Why, Tracy, I have not. I have never <laughs> have you heard of a have you heard of a Wee Vibe? No, I mean, I've heard of like a strap-on, but I've never heard of a WeVibe. No, a WeVibe, they're the most famous people. They came up with the technology first. There are other makes now. But it, imagine like a U-shaped vibrator, very slim, very small. You insert it into the vagina, so you've got stimulant. It's got vibrators each end. So one vibrator is inside working on the front wall of the vagina, so G-spot. The other sits on the top of the mon, so gives you clitoral stimulation and you leave it in place during intercourse. Now, when you first try one of these, you're like, what? How can this peak fit in there as well as this thing? But it works. It works really, really well. It's really uncomfortable to begin with psychologically, not physically, and you soon get used to it. But if you really, really like missionary and you're not having an orgasm that way, this is the way to do it. So try one of those. The other thing, of course, is the vibrating penis ring, which fits on the base of the penis and, you know, has a little vibrator that works on the clitoris. Have I, I think I have talked about cat before, the cat technique. No, no, Tracy, I don't know about the, the U-shaped <laughs> dildo or the cat technique. Please vibrator. share with me in the- 
<laughs> a dildo is something that doesn't have vibration. Oh, sorry. That's, That's the right. difference. <laughs> okay, so whatever that you think that I have to go by, and no, I don't know about the cat. Today okay. is a today is a day of learning for me and the listeners. It is cat, C-A-T. Stands for coital alignment technique. Now, this technique has also been around forever, just like the book, and People don't use it because it's, I'll explain it first and you'll know why they don't. But the chances of you having an orgasm through missionary position are increased by 70% if you use this technique. So what happens is he penetrates and then he, what's called rides high. So he's penetrated, but then he moves up almost to the point where your face is in his chest. So he's past your head. So what's happening is you're, you're effectively using, his, his penis sort of comes out of the vagina a little bit. So the base of his penis is rocking against your pubic bone and your clitoris. So it's sort of half out. So then you obviously can't thrust normally because it's impossible in that position, but you literally rock back and forth. And there's a whole method of he tips his pelvis, you push down when he's pushing up. And so it's quite, it's, it's, that's the essence of it. But it really does work. But it's so out of the square of what we normally think about intercourse with the in-out, in-out thing that no one does it. And it's a bit hard to master at the start. I do think that we that the whole idea of having intercourse traditionally, like we all grew up learning about, is probably the least exciting long-term position to pick, right? Mm. Because it's just, it's just, there's nothing (laughs) and it's not hitting anything that really matters. So I do, I do think as you get older, you start to go, you start to go like where, I think pressure, we need a lot more pressure, less in and out and pressure. Exactly. And this is exactly what it does. So maybe it's something that's more appealing when you're older and you've got past that frenetic, you know, just anything inside me is going to feel great. So there are loads of instructions on how to do the cat technique online. So if you just type that in. Another thing which you can do to, to increase the pleasure during um, missionary is you could do put your nose up about this, but insert a butt plug into you oh, all day. God, it's she and the butt plugs. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to actually, one You've day I'm going to try one. I know, but you know, it's going to have to be really dark and I'm going to have to have had a lot of wine and music. No, yeah, dark and music. Don't forget the music. You love the music. <laughs> I do. So insert a butt plug makes everything feel better. Use some orgasm gel, you know, that gel that brings yep. heat and draws blood to the clitoris. And also he gets a kick because it rubs off on his penis. And a hard pillow under the bum. Most people who love missionary figure that one out pretty early on. That that is another thing. And use your legs. This is my final tip. Use your legs. If you want him to go deeper, you push your knees into his armpits or sort of aim that way or hold your legs really straight, high up in front of you, not bent, and you try and push them back. Now, it sounds more athletic than it is, but... Sounds like yoga. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it does a bit, but it's easier than it sounds and it creates a completely different sensation. And also if you want to make him tighter, you get him to penetrate and then instead of his legs outside of yours, you put, it's the other way around, put his legs yep. inside of yours. That's no, the other one. way around, isn't it? Yeah. No, yeah, he's, in, he's inside. He's no, shortening he's his... always inside. No, 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 so his legs the other are... way around. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your right. legs are tight and he's on the exactly. outside. Exactly. Your legs are right next to each other like they're glued yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, and he's straddling you rather than the other way around. Actually, so that should give her a few ideas, I think. I actually think that was really good. I didn't know how, I didn't know how you were going to answer that, Tracy, to be honest. I thought, what are we going to do to make this old-time position exciting? But you're right. It's pressure. It's tightening things up. Mm. Yeah, I think, we, I think that every porn and everything that we saw growing up had that one position that really is the least exciting of all. 
especially for a woman. Yeah. Well, porn, porn just always does it from behind, doesn't it? That's true. All porn is from behind because you can't see anything during missionary. So during porn, they tend to to avoid that because you can't see what's going on. That's why we're into it also. I'm going to go ahead and flip over here. No need to look at your face while we do this. Um, I do think it's funny because we just, the the things we we don't teach or talk about to women are probably what makes us less interested in sex early on. And it, uh, you know, all along I thought it was either that we were tired or we were too busy, but it's not. It's that we're not doing anything that we get pleasure from or that we exactly. we don't even, and we don't know how to even ask about it or that it was even available. So, and I do think in my forties, I am much more apt to get out of missionary and get on top than I was when I was 22. And I wasn't sure if I looked okay, if I felt okay. So I think what you said at the start is really important. Mm, that's right. Choose it for the right reasons. Yeah. Okay. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, I'm dreading this one. Oh boy, me too. I don't want to even read it. Sweetheart, whoever you are, just know we're on your side, but we got some we got some issues here. Okay. Hi Tracy and Kelsey. Love the show. I've been married for 25 years and I love my husband, but my self-confidence has taken a dive. 5 years ago, my husband became very close with a new and beautiful coworker. This was the first time I had to deal with him having a close female friend. I noticed he was also following a ton of Instagram models and porn accounts. I have no problem with him watching porn, but I worry that he's interacting online with women, which I think crosses the line. He's very possessive of his phone. I'm constantly comparing myself to porn models, and I feel like I don't measure up. I'm trying to get myself into shape and lose 25 pounds to see if that will help my confidence. I know he loves me, but how can I, get, how can I let go of the suspicions that he's engaging with women online? Right. Oof. Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, go first, guys. Mine's going to be really mean. Well, I think we're probably going to be the same, actually. Yes, I'm. We've already apologised. We're probably going to say things that you don't want to hear. But um, my first. I mean, there are so many red flags here. I just don't know where to start. But my first question really is: Has she talked to him? Because I would love to hear what his justification is, because he is behaving so badly. I. I mean. I don't know what his her definition of love is, but my definition of love does not include a husband who's following porn stars and and Instagram models. That is not part of my definition of, of love. And I think she's being so extremely calm about it, too accommodating, that she's in, I mean, we talk about fight and flight, but it's fight, flight, and freeze. 
we either slay the beast, run from the beast, or we stay completely still and hope that it doesn't notice us. And I think she is caught in freeze mode. She's thinking she can see all this going on. I think on, hopefully on a lot of levels, she's registering that it's not very good behavior, but just thinks, you know what, if I just try and work this out myself, make myself look like more, you know, the people that he's looking at, then this will be solved. Well, nothing has happened for five years other than your self-esteem is just going further and further and further down. And nothing, you can't keep doing what you're doing because and losing 25 pounds is irrelevant. It's not going to make any difference at all because there is nothing wrong with you. It's him. It's his problem. He's the one that's treating really badly, treating you badly. And we can't help you let go of your suspicions because it's your gut instinct is doing its job. It's saying to you, alert, 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 there are things going on here that you need to take care of. So this is why you are feeling suspicious because I'm sorry, but you have every right to because it is suspicious. And I suspect he is interacting with these women. As for the friend, have you met this beautiful friend? Were you ever included in this friendship? Did you ever get to see the body language between them? Did they ever go out for dinner with alcohol involved? I mean, Jesus, I wonder how he'd feel if the tables were turned. Yeah. I'd love you to him to come in the door and you say, oh, by the way, I'm just going out with a very attractive colleague from my job. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it feels like there's such, there's so many issues here that she probably knows on some level that there's, there's some, there's so many red flags that it sounds more like we're talking about someone who doesn't want to deal with what is in front of her and that he's trying to be very clear that he's in a different spot than she is. It has nothing to do with her or him. It has to do with their marriage and and how they decide to treat each other as human beings. So, you know, yes. I think, I think, and you guys, it's not like you guys are, you know, 23 and 25 and you just got married. This is, you've been married for a quarter of a century. So you all, you have a, a long relationship. And now, you know, the female friend at work is just, it's it's, its own thing. And that's something I think we all have to deal with because I don't think when you're married, you're dead. I do think you enjoy people that have the opposite sex. And it's it's actually, I think, very appropriate to enjoy those friendships if you have a clear idea on what the line is for your marriage. And mostly mm. it's probably to stay a friend. But the porn and the online, first of all, you know he's watching it. You don't even, con- you're, you, you think you're not sure, but if he's holding his phone back, of course that's what he's doing. Yeah, but she says she doesn't mind him watching porn. Right, but interacting. It's the following, it's the following of the models and right. comments and stuff right. like that. Right, so if he, if he wanted- different. Yeah, if he wanted to just show you porn, and I will say at a certain point, porn doesn't serve us very well unless you're doing it with the, you know, you ha- if, it's, if it's over the top and it feels like it's more than he's, interested with you. It's something to talk about, but I don't, I guess I'm, I'm mostly sad because you think losing the 25 pounds is the answer. The answer is a big conversation with mm-hmm. exactly what you wrote to us. It sounds like you love him and you all have had 25 years together. I would just actually take the sentences you wrote us and sit down and say, these are my concerns. Can we talk about each of these honestly and figure out where you stand? And can I see your phone so I feel good about it? And if you can't, if I can't see your phone, then I'm going to probably think that there's something to hide. So why don't we just not worry about working out and losing the weight? And let's just find out where he is or why he got there or what happened that put him in this spot or what you all went through and then go from there. Yeah, because I mean, I, I think part of her was writing this letter I think she wanted to really say, is this out of line, but is hoping so much that it's not. 
But I think the affirmation, if she's looking for affirmation that he's out of line, yes, he's absolutely out of line. Right. This is not respectful behaviour. It is not respectful behaviour for a married man to be following porn stars online on Instagram or Snapchat or wherever he's following them, all underwear models, all models, and writing you're hot and all that. It's not respectful. It's not the correct behaviour or acceptable behaviour for somebody who's in a long-term relationship. No one, the amount of letters and, and conversations I have, no, I don't know anyone who would be fine with that. No, no. one at all. And I agree with Kelsey. You've got to confront and challenge him in a nice, calm way. And if he loves you, he will be mortified and he'll stop. Now, if he's not concerned, then you have to really think about what that means. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that you, you I mean, you very succinctly, you know, summarized all your issues in one small paragraph and you're talking a 25 year marriage. So I'm sure that this guy has got a lot going for him or otherwise you wouldn't have put up with all this. But I do think the little snapshot that you've shown us is is not terribly nice and the and just as a bottom line I think we both agree on this Kelsey it's not her no it's him. he's got the issue and after 25 years you guys might need a reboot you might need yeah. a get this book yeah you might need you might need to say maybe he's wanting your attention maybe this is the only way he can get you to pay attention is through negative behavior so this might be an opportunity for you to to go like this doesn't feel right anymore we're 25 years in what do we want what are our rules let's let's this is what imago therapy talks about in that mm. book is that we have to fall in love with our husbands and wives many, many times throughout our marriage. And you're a different version all the time. So maybe this is an opportunity yep. for you guys to get to know each other, what he might want to try new things. You might not even know he was open to it. You, who knows? But um, I wish you luck because 25 years is a is a long time. But also, yeah, but also I'm just worried. But he's really grossing me out. I'm worried she's going to go into this and listen to him and it'll be all about his needs again and not her needs. So before she goes into that conversation about what can we do together to work towards, have a little idea or 10 points or five points of what you want out of it, what's yeah. going to make you happy so you don't get sucked into making him happy because that's all you've done for the last five years is keep him happy. Yeah. And by the way, like nothing that you said would be okay with me. No. Not even the porn at this point. I, I mean, I, I'm okay with it yeah. lightly, but not so much like I don't a ton. Think he's, it's not, I don't think he's watching loads of porn. I think she's saying that he's following porn stars. So he's just well, flicking through his phone and looking at images. Right. Yeah. I just think that sets guys up for a false mm. ver version of a Even woman. if they're not moving, it's still bloody porn, isn't it? Yeah, I, I can yeah. tell you. Yeah, I can tell you this because I have lots of Twitter followers that are porn stars and actresses, and I can't have my normal feed on <laughs> because a yeah. lot of my followers reveal more than they well more than other people do. Uh, right. So yes, he is seeing all sorts of images all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck. Wishing yes, you the best. Really good luck. Yes. Good luck. Follow Let up. Let us with know us. how you get on. Exactly. Okay. Last one. I'm absolutely convinced my boyfriend of two years fakes his orgasms. He goes through the motions, thrusts hard, makes noise, and then stops. But there's no semen on the sheets. Or when I go to the loo, why would he do this? It doesn't happen all the time, but quite often. I am actually have no clue. I've actually never heard of this. Or maybe I haven't paid attention. Or maybe I haven't had enough sex. But I don't, I, I've never wondered. I've faked many, many times, but I've never dealt with that. Mm. Do you know, it's way, way more common than you think. There was one Canadian study that I found that 71% of men said they faked, wait for it, as often as one out of four times in a long-term relationship. I mean, one that makes me times. feel better because I was also one out of four for most of my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, interestingly, men don't fake it in casual relationships. 
or one night stands because because it's selfish sex. They're out there there to get their end away. So what's the point of faking it? And why do they fake it? For the same reasons women do, because they want to please their partner oh. and they don't want to get into this whole. Well, why didn't you? And what was I doing wrong? And all this sort of stuff. And the men who faked it in this survey had. So this, it was research, actually, so it was a study. The men who faked it most often had higher relationship satisfaction. So it is definitely linked to caring about your partner. So now how do, oh, and there was tons of other studies to back this up, by the way. It was generally one in four men do it on a regular basis. Why don't we notice? Because if you're using a condom, that's very easy to get away with. And often, most women, some men don't ejaculate the same amount all the time. They can ejaculate less if they're feeling stressed or dehydrated. It affects the amount that you ejaculate. But the smell is a real giveaway. You can smell. Semen is very strong smelling. You can smell whether somebody's had an orgasm, well, ejaculated or not, because, of course, orgasm and ejaculation are two separate things. You can teach yourself to, men can teach themselves to have an orgasm, which happens in the brain, and not ejaculate. But that takes so much time and tantric skills and all that sort of stuff. So I don't think that's going on. But why are they needing to fake quite apart from the pleasing thing? Same as us, too drunk, too tired, too stressed, too bored, miss the moment, want to get sex over with. The same way we lose interest, they lose interest. Well, of course. We don't, we don't think that because we think that orgasm for men is automatic and inevitable because we read things like, oh, 96% of men regularly orgasm with their partner. True statistic. But the operative word there is regularly, not always. They don't right. always. So when they, men don't orgasm, we think to ourselves, God, something must really be going wrong here. I'm not attractive. I, you know, I definitely have put on weight, you know, blah, blah, blah. We think of all these reasons and give, we give him a hard time. So the same as with women, if he feels safe enough to not have to lie about it, then he won't start faking it. He won't keep faking it all the time. So what I would do if I was her is I would keep an eye on what's happening when he does ejaculate. And what's happening when she thinks he isn't? Like, is it when he's stressed? Is it when he's not very confident? Is it when he's tired? Is it, you know, what's the thing? What, what can she figure out between the two? And then she needs to start talking openly and honestly. Because if my husband faked it, I'd say, why did you fake it? Did you just fake it then? And we'd have a bit of a laugh. Like, so the more open and honest you are about sex, the more easily you talk about it, the less this is a problem. And it's not really a problem at all. Because... Both sexes know that orgasm isn't the main thing about sex, but we just keep pretending it is. I, that's what so, I was going to say. I wish that we, I wish we had a whole different dialogue around it. I wish that having an orgasm yes. was like the tenth thing that mattered. That you know, you knew that sometimes it happened, sometimes it didn't. It has so much to do with what's on your mind, how you're feeling, um, if you what time of the month it is for a woman, for a guy, what he's dealing with at work, what he's what he's stressed about. I wish that we could just. Because then when you take the pressure off and you don't worry and you're not watching to see, are, are you done? Are you done? Then it becomes a thing that you can actually get up in the middle of and be like, I, neither one of us is having an orgasm, but it sure was great to be naked with you for a little bit. Exactly. And we just you don't back to it. It you takes the back to it. pressure yes. off. Any great sex therapist will tell you that in the first or second se session. Take away the pressure to orgasm. Try not to orgasm. Exactly. And you will instantly have better sex. The other final thing I want to say about this scenario, though, it could be something physical because sometimes men need an extra thing and they feel a bit 
you know, sometimes maybe he needs a bit more um, firmer stimulation. So what you can do is put your hand down if he's not, if you think he's like lagging a bit or if you're seeing signs that maybe he's about to fake it and you don't think it's real. But, you know, put your hand down and grab him at the base and just give him a bit of extra stimulation because that can help. It could just be that, which helps if he's tired or stressed or something like that because any extra stimulation or the old favourite, finger inside the oh, rectum. God, here we go again. <laughs> we always got to put something in the butt. It's like every... Well, that's two butt stimulation. Two butt. And I mean, podcast. I know. Listen, and you're right. You're right. It's just I've never talked about it in public. God, you're my hero. <laughs> always, when in doubt, stick a finger in a rectum. That's, exactly. that's, that's words to live everything. by. That solves everything. <laughs> oh my God, that's it. Forget well, the English cup of tea. It's yes. the other... <laughs> It's so true. All right. I think those were good ones. I hope we helped. You're good. You know what you're doing. I'm learning. I'm learning with everybody, just so you know. I can't wait. Practice Imago therapy. Imago therapy. Imago, Imago. And everybody get that book. It's like I'm going to get shares or something if you get the book, but I'm not. Isn't it great though? I think it was really, really good. Yeah. When you read a book that like you you get fired up about and you're like, Mm. "This, this changes how I look at the world. It's just, it's, you know what he does? He does what I've always thought counseling should do is he gives you tools. He shows you mm. how to do it. You understand. I should be recommending my own books here, shouldn't yes. I? But I was about to say two other books. Yeah, give me Come as book. you are, Emily Nagoski. I'm reading that right now. Absolutely fantastic. Ian Kerner. I, I know both of these people. Ian Kerner, um, no, she comes first for all, um, sorry, oral sex skills for men. If you're a guy and you're listening to this, you will never get a better book. God, everybody, every guy, sex. get that damn book right now. And anybody mm, I date, exactly. I'm going to give them that for their Anybody who's going to come near Kelsey, read that book <laughs> first, Thank please. you, Tracy. You heard it from her first, straight from England. Okay. All right. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextoppod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 